Well, if you want to sing out, sing out And if you want to be free, be free Cause there's a million things to be You know that there are And if you want to live high, live high And if you want to live low, live low Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are Opportunities are, and if you find a new way, you can do it today. You can make it all true, and you can make it undo. You see, ah, it's easy. Ah, you only need to know. Say yes, say yes And if you want to say no, say no Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are And if you want to be me, be me And if you want to be you, be you Cause there's a million things to do You know that there are Opportunities on And if you find a new way You can do it today You can make it all true And you can make it undo You see Ah, it's easy Ah, you only Well, if you want to sing out, sing out And if you want to be free, be free Cause there's a million things to be You know that there are, you know that there are You know that there are, you know that there are You know that there are Hello again. Hello, it's Hannah Smithla friends, aka Roadside Shaman. Here's another fireside chat. I already lit my fire. It was before 5 a.m. I've been up since 4. It's been that kind of a week, which is why I didn't quite make a recording yesterday. <laughs> I had the intention to take care of it during my. Uh, um, Sorry, I'm draining out my water bottle. Oh, I was gonna go put it out to the plants outside. Oh, I still have a little bit left. See, that's what I got. I got talking to y'all. And I forgot what I was really supposed to be doing, which was watering the plants with put in for my hot water bottle. You know, waste not, want not. Save every precious drop when you can. That's my feeling. Oh well, it's just enough for this little guy, I guess. My little mint. Come on, mint. <coughs> Excuse me. I might have a little bit of morning phlegm, you guys, because 
Because it's like not really the morning. It's still fucking dark out, so it's the middle of the night. I know they call this the morning, but no. <laughs> I finally figured out that, you know, that whole bullshit. Like, get up, uh, get up early in the morning and go uh, do your gym or do your morning prayers, your quiet movement, meditation. Like, do your writing. Like, they all say, get up early and do it. And I was like, how fucking different than, like, staying up late and doing it, right? I don't know, man, but it fucking is. <laughs> it's a big difference from a ability to, like, pull momentum from the void and shove it into your own ass to get you going. <laughs> you know? Like... At the end of the day, the carrots don't matter and the sticks stop hurting as much. So it's just harder to get stuff done at the end of the day than it is at the beginning. And even though uh, I fell asleep accidentally way before I was ready to uh, last night and woke up discombobulated and feeling like I'd wasted some opportunity at 4 a.m., Instead of just going back to sleep and having a night of fitful, you know, self-chastisement, I just decided, I guess, I guess my day's starting. I guess my day's starting. So, I'm just going to say the things that I thought I was going to say last night before I passed out unceremoniously at like 9.30 or some ridiculously early hour. Hot, it's hot. All right. I gotta fill the hot water bottle because, as you know, I mean, at least if you listen to any of my other episodes, you may know, I am doing plaster oil pack prescription 21 days in a row. This is. I did my pastor oil pack yesterday, you guys. I promise I did. I just didn't record and say anything about it. But I swear to you, I did. You're just going to have to take my word on that one. You have to take my word on all of it because I could just be making sound effects and lying to you. I could be not doing my castor oil packs and just telling you I am. What kind of a weird psychological sickness would that be to have like a random podcast that, you know, only a few handful of people listen to at this point? You know, I mean, we're always hoping for more and to grow our listenership. Please tell a friend if you like Open Lines Radio. The content's amazing. Not just mine, but like, I mean, I'm not talking about mine specifically. I think my content's amazing because it gets me, it gets it out of my head. It's amazing for me because I don't have to think about it anymore. I can put it out there and hear it back and know what the fuck I'm thinking sometimes. So for me, my content (laughs) is great because I get it out of my head. (laughs) But more amazing than my own content for me is everyone else's content. I mean, I was listening to, uh, it's hard because I listen to it live and sometimes my app like buffers out or I lose it for a minute or you know I get distracted with 
daily tasks with the fam or, you know, whatever. Just I start listening to it and I don't quite hear the whole episode. So like I listened to most or maybe half of the episode of um, uh, Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug. And I just, I love hearing them talk to each other. I don't know why. I feel like I'm sitting on the couch in my living room listening to my family have a have a philosophical discussion. Like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of family you guys grew up in. But I grew up in a family of, like, really overly uh, talkative slash maybe even argumentative, uh, intellectual, artistic, creative type people. Like, that was our flavor of humanity for the most part. You know, we didn't have a lot of jocks <laughs> in our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, nerd central. Uh, I mean, sure, we all like sports, but it just was not our bag. And so listening to them talk to each other and challenge each other and reflect each other um, in their, I mean, they're adults now, but like just hearing them talk about different concepts or even when they talk about the memories of growing up, like, I don't know. I feel like somehow through this magical, like spell casting, I became a Hammerschmidt cousin <laughs> or, or they, they became Smith cousins or something like that. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's just, uh, I just feel like I'm sitting on the couch in between a couple of my cousins having a discussion. And, you know, I just feel like we're all cousins. Like, if we're breathing now alive, we have mutual ancestry going back millennia. And so we got to have some great grandparent shared between us somewhere. You know, even if we go back to the mythological Adam and Eve. I just believe in, I believe in the hu human singular, the singular unity of the human being. And I feel that resonance quite deeply. I feel that resonance quite deeply when I'm listening to Open Lines Radio. When I hear Mark, Mark and Doug banter. When I hear Mark and Holly interrupt each other like a proper married couple. Like, I love hearing that little moment when, like, she cuts him off in the middle of the sentence, or he does, or, like, or, like, she's trying to, like, set up some sentence or some idea, and he, like, blows the punchline, or vice versa. You know, it's like... I love hearing the natural interaction of them and their relating to one another. It's just so comforting. And I don't know if it's different because I know them in real life, but I don't think it is because I feel the same level of intimacy listening to, you know, <laughs> listening to Angela clean up various, you know, waste products from her various uh, uh, beings that she's tending at the moment, like her 
child her baby and you know I think there's pets happening there's always you know dog noises so I love hearing feeling like I'm sitting at her kitchen table and just listening to her while she's doing dishes I mean I used to spend almost all of my phone conversations with my older sister Jill would take place while she was washing dishes like she's very busy uh, um, elementary school teacher um, she has been a teacher since because she's my older sister she's six years older than me so she started teaching I think before I even got out of I would have well uh, she started teaching I think maybe the year I started college is that right no no I think she may have started teaching when I was still in high school well maybe student teaching anyways the point is she's been teaching a long fucking time <laughs> and so usually that meant that the only time I really got to speak with her was when she was you know not busy doing one of her other 15 jobs you know because when you're teacher and a mom <laughs> and a band mom you know or a girl scout mom or a soccer mom or a theater mom or those kids have done all kinds of uh, fun activities over the years extracurriculars so anyways I would always talk to her she'd be doing dishes whenever I was talking to her she would be doing dishes so I don't know it's just comforting to hear you know that oh no there's a pile of poo I have to clean up right now while I'm talking to you about quantum physics <laughs> that's Angela that's between blue worlds maybe she should call it between brown worlds until until her kid is toilet trained <laughs> I'm just saying I'm sorry <clears throat> sorry like Poop solidarity with you. Sorry, poop cleanup solidarity, Angela. That's we we have a, we've had to clean up a lot of interesting substances in my household also. So um, I was actually thinking about that the other day because I had gone through a phase over the past several years of buying darkly colored and particularly brown. Um, gosh, I'm sorry. Ridiculously loud. It's like a cartoon character. I'm gonna go away from it. Can you tell I'm eager for the coffee since I'm standing next to the coffee maker waiting for it to fucking be done? Oh my god, calm down, Hannah. Be patient. It'll be ready in a minute. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was thinking about the whole brown thing. Oh my god, it's so brown. Um, sorry, that's a script. That's a inside joke. Anyways, I've been buying for sheets, I've been, um, for years I've been buying brown sheets, bedding, pillowcases and stuff. And I realized the other day, I was like, why? Because like, it's so dark and heavy. It's like, it, it doesn't make you feel very cheerful. It's cozy, but it's not very like, I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> so like, I figured out it's because usually when my kid comes running into my room, come jump on the bed and say, can I snuggle mama? Can I snuggle? Can I snuggle mama? 
Can I snuggle, Mama? He's usually covered with some sort of layers of dirt or dust or peanut butter or chocolate. One of those substances is usually on his face, hands, feet, person, elbow, back, wherever. So like he would flop down on me and immediately my pillowcase or sheet or or bedspread or whatever would be smudged. There'd be a smear of nondescript brown that you'd be like, hmm, what kind of brown is this that I'm looking at here? And you're like, should I smell it? No, don't smell it. Just wipe it up. Just get rid of it. Like, because you're not sure. And like, oh my God, every time, pretty much, like, not every time, there have been moments, but like pretty much every time you go and do the smell test, it's chocolate, it's peanut butter, sometimes it's dirt. The dirt one is the scariest because there's no real strong fragrance, but you're like, brown, but I don't smell chocolate. Brown, but I don't smell peanut butter. And you're like, brown, but I don't smell poo. What is this? And you're like, Oh, dirt, dirt, the fourth category of brown. How did I forget dirt? Dirt can also cause a brown smudge. <laughs> so at any rate, I love being able to listen in to the intimacy of Angela as she has her process laid out before us you know she's just externalizing her thoughts it helps me because I I have a hard time sometimes figuring out the other humans you know I don't I just say what you mean to say you know I need more literal truth or you know bluntness I guess people who use flower language or you know social phrasing to sort of like soothe feelings and not not wound you know that kind of stuff usually ends up just confusing me and making me do things that irritate people and you know I don't know plus sarcasm sarcasm is I can do the sarcasm but I cannot really understand when the sarcasm is happening with other people a lot of times. Really, really frequently. With certain people I can, but certain people it's just like, there's just no hope. There's just no hope at all. <laughs> my friend Dave. <laughs> yeah, my friend Dave. We get in this weird feedback loop of like, him saying something sarcastic and me taking him seriously and then him going, no, not really, Hannah. And I went, not really? And he, son of a... Oh! And like, every time... It's just... it, It's just constant. Like, and so now I'm literally like, every time he says anything, I go, now, are you serious this time or are you sarcastic? And he, now he goes, no, I'm serious. And I'm like, really? So no, you're sarcastic. I'm like, damn it. Like, so I just, I have no hope of interpreting that with him, I think. I mean, who knows? Ask me again in a few years. Maybe I'll have worked it out by then. Oh, oh, hot, hot, hot. Burn my tongue. Okay. So this is it, guys. Saraya. 
the great is appropriately named okay I mean the content on Oakland Lines Radio just be about it I know I am like rambling all over the place but it's because I have no routine and I'm working on it I was not gifted with executive function. Apparently, autistics thrive with routine, but I did not grow up in a household that had routine as one of its um, chief features or even, uh, let's say, optional modification. (laughs) Like, there just was no routine in the growing up. And so... I'm trying to work on my routine. And maybe it'll help me if I know that people are expecting me to to show up for this little endeavor. Because if I won't show up for myself, why would I show up for them? I don't know, but I always seem to manage to find a way to do it. I show up because I'm curious to know what Sarai has been saying. And I feel like if I feel that way about their transmissions, maybe, 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 maybe they feel that way about mine. I mean, it's a big maybe because people are busy. And I have no idea um, who's made a connection here. I mean, a couple of people comment and say nice things, but the rest of it is just anonymous, you know, void. It just goes out into the interwebs, and I don't know who's listening to it. I don't know who is hoping to hear whether or not I made it to day seven of my castor oil pack adventure. So I keep telling the story because I want to know how it works out. And I keep listening because I want to know how it works out with my friends. I do feel so friendly toward them. I hope they feel friendly toward me. I call them friend. Except for Soraya, I call my pal because she says pals and it makes my heart skip a, skip a beat. I love pals, pals, my dudes. She says my dudes a lot too. But I was, I'm, I'm a Californian, so I've been saying dude, my dude and dudes for, I don't know, probably longer than she's been born because she's like freaking way younger than me. I don't know how young she is, but every time she says something, I'm like, wait, that means you're how old? Like, it's very, she's, she's comparatively uh, fresh on the journey. She's beyond her 21s, but she's nowhere near her 33, thank God. Like, (laughs) start planning now for your 33, Soraya. Start planning now for your solar return. 
move to Iceland or some shit. No, no, you have sad. Okay, so move south. Go to Australia. You should plan to be in Australia for your, for your Saturn return. That's like between 29 and 31. But just stay there until you turn 34. Because basically from 29 to 33 is just like... That's your real midlife crisis. That's your real like, what am I doing? What's happening? Who's in charge here? Why are they doing this to me? I had cancer when I was 29. Huh. I got, that's when I got married, pregnant, and cancer all within a year. It was interesting. So people can say what they want about astrology and whether or not it's a helpful framing tool or has any value. Uh, I'm just going to say, mm, sit down, pull up a chair. Let me tell you my life story and the dates around them. Maybe you'll feel a little bit differently about astrological impact. I don't know. I still haven't done the, um, the research or the investigation or whatever. I haven't looked into what the significance of the 996 portal for me because that was strong for me is when I got out of the hospital and I went to Sedona and it was my cousin's wedding. It was like a big deal for me <clears throat> from a transformation standpoint, like personally. It, it was like a, a initiation into my own sovereignty in a lot of ways, you know? Um, that trip and I've never really looked into the astrological significance for that date for me personally but I do know that numero numerologically 9-9 nine, nine means like completion, spiritual completion like resolution so I don't know, you can put all the numbers into 9 because 9 holds all of the numbers that's the magic of 9 Anyways, <sighs> what I want to say is I'm really enjoying listening to all of the content on Open Lines Radio. I love when they air um, the Hobo Safe Camp interviews, the archive from the virtual campfire. That stuff is rad. And the best part about it is that Mark, because he's so freaking psychic <laughs> and intuitive, magically chooses, well, either if he's choosing or, or Holly's choosing, whoever's choosing it, the stuff they put up, it seems to resonate so with the flow of the moment, you know? It ends up being synchronistically resonant. And even like, okay, so I'm listening to the Monday mixtape the other day but it wasn't Monday but she's like I made it on Monday so it still counts <laughs> the mixtape and there was a type of <laughs> sorry I'm leaning back and I almost just choked on my own spit that's awesome and super sexy to listen to Woohoo! Mm. so um, I'm listening to the Monday mixtape 
and there is like first of all I don't know if it's an intentional different spelling right or if it's a typo but it's spelled the mix tamp like t-a-m-p-e like there's an m got snuck in there like to tamp down something like like you know i'm thinking like to tamp down like to like to stop a fire like to put down a fire like to smush or squelch or smother right and so it's still more taros moon right we're still in our more taros moon we're in our pulstice we're in our poultice season we're in this grinding right and then you hear tamping down and i just think of that action of the the pestle coming down into the mortar you know that 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 tamp, tamp, tamp. So I'm like, is this a typo or is this a casting? Is this a typo or is it a spell, basically? Like, is this crafting or is it an accident, so-called? Is it coincidence or is it synchronicity, right? I'm like, okay, the answer is it's always synchronicity. That's what I believe. I believe all, even typos are synchronicity. And I mean, they annoy me, but you know, I honor them for their existence. So, I don't know, but I'm listening to it and I'm enjoying the music. I'm digging the heck out of it. Just like really having a great time at, you know, (laughs) anything better than ad-free radio, like music or talking with no commercials interrupting you. Well, that's what you have on Mixler, if you listen live, there's no ads. Um, I don't know if you have ads on iTunes. I don't listen on there. And I don't. I haven't really heard it on Stitcher. I should go look us up on Stitcher. I listen on SoundCloud usually. That's where I hear the playbacks. So sometimes I only hear part of it live on Mixler, like I said. Because sometimes it buffers out and then I can't get back in and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, usually I can hear most of it. So I'm listening to an hour plus probably of ad-free, awesomely curated and beautifully commentated music. And Holly was doing a great job. And still in the back of my mind (coughs) is this question, this mixtape. Is it a mixtape or is it a mixed tamp? Is it a silent M? Is it a typo or is it a spell? And all of a sudden, right? It's deep. We're in like towards the end, probably the last two or three songs that were played, I think. And they break into the commentary and she just goes. All I want to say about this. All I want to all I want to say is. And there's a pause, right? Because she's talking about introducing the next song. She goes. And there's like a pause and it gets real quiet. And I I don't know if she leaned into the mic or whatever, but like her voice just got a more serious, resonant quality. And she just goes, this is a spell. (laughs) And I'm like, I got shivers. I was like, I knew it. So she was crafting a spell. And, uh, I, I agreed with it and added to it, you know, I 
affirmed it in that moment for her crafting. Because I do too. I, I speak crafting into these recordings. That's part of what I'm doing here is reading the powerful words that I need to hear again. You know, for my own soothing or development. If that's not witchcraft, well, mm -hmm. you tell me what is, because I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I feel like Phoebe from Friends with their mastic issues. I got the, the sexy morning phlegm. Anyways, my candle is lit. My castor oil pack is on. I have my coffee. It's going to start to get noisy here in a little bit because we're coming up out of the um, the 5 o'clock hour heading towards the 6 o'clock hour. So the household is going to start stirring and rustling in a bit. So what I want to do is read the piece I was hoping to recite into my recording that I was planning on doing last night before I sacked out, crashed, collapsed, dissolved into the unconsciousness of sleep. So here it is. I'm going to again brag, boast, whatever, try to get y'all to follow 13 Moon Peacetime because they post awesome stuff like this. And this one, <coughs> I don't know if they wrote this or if they pulled it from another source, <coughs> I'm looking through the hashtags to see if there's uh, an author listed. It's hashtag Mayan Oracle, so it might be from that deck. They have pretty uh, poetic writings, as I recall, in that Mayan Oracle. I would love to get that book someday. That deck and that book, it's like a tome. It's huge. Okay. 13 moon peace time. I am a who. I am that I am. Inexhaustible supply of love. Sourcing infinitely in all worlds. The seed of solar mastery. Containing the stellar hologram of your return. I am the sun's love made visible as you. In ecstatic ascent, I spread solar wings, awakening in you the immensity of a love that joins all things in the joyful dance of light. O oh, Lux Corona, luminous trinity made visible, simply identify with my light, my power, my wisdom, my love, and so accept yourself as I am unconditionally to dance in the light of the great central sun, follow the ecstasy and bliss that I am as you. In divine fusion, we become the dove of the ascension on its homeward journey. Feel the pulse of the language of light. Be the one who stands as the love thus sounding the tone that ignites the consciousness of others. I am that I am. In this wisdom, you already embody the light of a hundred suns. Shine forth the truth, the power of wholeness, child of the sun, 
I am Ahu. Ahau. Ahau. I am Ahau. Ahau. Ahu. Ahau. I need to look up how to say their name. I think they're not happy with how I'm pronouncing it. I'm sorry. I am Ahau. Luminous diamond of pure solar consciousness. I am A-H-A-U. Luminous diamond of pure solar consciousness. Let each facet of your being be crystal clear, reflecting the joy of love's perfect presence in beauty, joy, and power. I am the effulgent bliss of solar harmony, sweet serenade of the cosmic symphony to its source. I am the taste of love's ambrosial nectar pouring forth through all of creation. As billions of stars forming the radiant body of the cosmic dancer, spinning universes through time and space. I am the revelation of truth, soaring at light speed within the elegant resonance of stillness. I am the garden of the heart's true delight, revealed within the splendor of the solar Lord. I am A-H-A-U, the golden ecstatic one. I am yourself. There is no other. Yellow resonant sun, Celio. That was for yesterday, for Celio. <clears throat> That's why I was so like, not bummed, but I don't know. I really wanted to recite it into yesterday, but time is a myth and maybe it's still yesterday somewhere on the planet. I don't know. But I love 13 moon peace time and the content that they post is very soothing and affirming to me. So I would encourage that if you're seeking alignment, check them out. You might just like it. Hmm. Nice deep breath. I feel like this routine thing, this early morning routine thing is better. I'm going to like this. I don't know that I'm going to be getting up at four every morning. I think five is maybe more reasonable and it's certainly doable for getting my, um, my routine elements can fit within that hour even on days when uh, Truman wakes up early, he doesn't usually wake up before six. That's very unusual for him these days. He usually sleeps in well past 6.30 on most days. So if I, <coughs> if I um, arise and begin my routine within that five o'clock hour 
I should be able to be, um, I should be able to fit all the different elements in, lighting the candle, prepping the coffee, doing the hot water bottle, casserole oil pack. I mean, that's really the most, the longest time is the actual sitting down with the castor oil pack on because I wouldn't want to start it too late in the process. So as long as I get the castor oil pack applied by, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 minutes after, that leaves me a good 20, 30, 40 minutes of um, soothing time. So yeah, it would fit. I'm going to be one of those people that gets up at 5 in the morning, really. I've been doing it accidentally. What does it mean if I try to do it on purpose? Does that make me a different person? I mean, does it make me a morning person? No, I guess not. I mean, I stopped being a night owl when I resolved my insomnia. I sleep with the moon now. I sleep when I'm tired. I sleep when the waves of cosmic energy overwhelm me and knock me over and make me pass out. I think that I think that this this could be a thing. This could be I feel like I'm bumbling bass backwards into my wellness I don't care however I get well it doesn't matter I just want to thrive I don't want to be sick anymore I hate being malfunctional I don't like it when things aren't you know working as they ought and I've worked around a lot of obstacles and and challenges and hurdles over the years and I just I, I would like things to be a little bit easier going forward. I mean, sure, whatever. Aches and pains, getting older, I get it. Like, fine. But not really, because I look around at humans that hop out of bed, even in their 60s or 70s, you know, they're like, they boing, and off they go. You know, they're ultra marathoners that are in their 80s. So age is a number. This body could be well, this body could be functional. It's already so much more well and functional than it ever has been at any point along my journey that I can recall consciously, you know, like I can do stuff with this body as far as like, um, postures I can hold or positions I can get into that would have been unfathomable for me on you know 90% of my life path and but this body's doing that now so I don't know what this body is going to be able to do in the future but I just want to be able to do it with a little bit more ease less discomfort and I want to be able to do more you know as far as like I want to spend less, less time recuperating in bed if possible and I understand and I honor rest. I honor rest. I honor rest. I'm not trying to resurrect my production wound. Jesus. I'm not talking about producing. I'm talking about moving. I'm talking about being active. 
I'm talking about stepping out of the stillness of my sick bed. So I have to find a way to do that by freeing up more time during the active hours of the day. And I have to do that by moving some of these routines that keep me stuck in bed to the time when people would normally expect me to be in bed. So if I'm going to be awake in the middle of the night, instead of researching conspiracy theories on YouTube or, you know, binge watching a great British baking show or like scrolling Instagram forever um, you know that they have a technology now on these websites called infinite scroll it's literally called infinite scroll it means you just keep scrolling and scrolling it never stops you never reach the bottom that's why it's so addictive because you keep scrolling looking for the bottom because you think there's going to be one but no it's infinite scroll it just keeps loading more loading more loading more That's not a good thing to do to your brain at four o'clock in the morning. So instead, I'm going to make my new routine to be getting up, doing my candle, doing my castor oil pack. I may record at this time. I might not. It just sort of depends on how I'm feeling about needing to meditate and be with my body and breathe because Slapping the castor oil pack on is part of the healing, but it's not the full healing. I need to like really get into my body. I need to like massage the fibrotic tissue. I have to like um, feel where things are loosening up. I have to breathe like healing light and and conscious awareness into those damaged tissues. Like it, it paused because it was 5.55. I have an alarm set at 5.55. So anyways regarding the castor oil pack um it's an active process if i just slap it on there and say okay get better you well that's not how this works the castor oil pack is a prescription but the healing requires my attentional focus and my agreement and that means that i have to talk to my body about the expectation I have for its functionality. If I just put the castor oil pack on there and like set it and forget it, then most likely there's going to be minimal transformation when I remove it. But if I go in there and I mindfully, consciously uh, guide the cells, then I can expect a stronger response. So, yeah, I have to sometimes spend time with the castor oil pack, with the medicine, with the body that really isn't for public dispensation. It's just about me and my body. So... I will do the castor oil packs and I will do the recordings, but they're not always going to be happening at the same time. I mean, plus you probably, you guys, I don't know, do you guys like hearing me fill up my hot water bottle? <laughs> um, I guess it's no different than hearing Angela wash dishes or 
fill the dog dog bowl with water or whatever. It's no different than <coughs> hearing the um, traffic noises in the background in Soraya the Great's recordings. I love the background noise. I feel like the background noise helps me to feel like I am there with you in your world, not in the sterility of some sound studio or whatever. It makes it feel like I'm on the phone with you. That's why I like it. It feels like we're chatting. I like the static, the oopses, the paused moments, the echoes and reverb. I like the moments where the song glitches out and plays two songs sandwiched together over each other. Like, how does that happen exactly? <laughs> because quantum, because <laughs> all, all possibilities are actualities. And in one universe, Saraya chose one song to play during that moment. And in one universe, Saraya chose a different song to play in that moment. And the computer couldn't keep up. And so they played both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. I mean, look, magic is just physics we haven't figured out yet. So if you tell me about a miracle, my brain will spew out a postulation, a scientific hypothesis as to how it may have actually come to be, right? It just, it just does it automatically. I've read too much science fiction. Like my... My programming growing up was all sci-fi and fantasy. Like I didn't, I didn't read a whole lot of like, I don't know what, what, what were, oh, girls my age, they would read Babysitter's Club, you know, like, do you remember those books? I, I read them, but like, I, it would take me like 45 minutes to maybe an hour to read through one of those books like it, not not even these are little thin chapter books but they're intended to be for like new readers they're supposed to be easy but by that point I was already reading like full-on like classic novels and stuff by that age so I would just burn through them so that I could keep up with the conversation at school like I always had dual track of of media consumption there was the media I was consuming for my own pleasure and interest. And then there, there was the media that I was consuming so that I could keep track of what the humans around me were talking about. I like, I didn't care about that media, but I felt like I needed to read it sort of like assigned reading. You know, they like make you choose to do your book report from like this list of a hundred random books. And you're like, why are those the hundred books? Why can't I write a book report about my, you know, Robert Heinlein book that I'm reading right now, right? Why can't I write a book report on Isaac Asimov or Piers Anthony, you know, or Octavia Butler or Ursula K. Le Guin? Le Guin? Le Guin? I can never know how to say her name. Anyways, say my name, say my name. Yeah, no, don't, don't sing Hannah. <sighs> Ah, uh, not this early in the morning. Jeebus. Jeebus Krebus. Anyways, I love the background noise. I love listening to the little quirks and foibles. 
And I don't know who's listening to me, but I love you all. I'll say chihololi to all of you, to each of you, to each and every single stinking one of you. Chihololi means I love you. And I say chokma, chipisolacho means hello, I will see you. May the Chickasaw have no word for goodbye. Try